Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H and Jaylee. H and Jaylee. H and Jaylee. We were quite Jaylee. We've been in jail for a couple of weeks. So Andy was away for a couple of weeks. I was away for a week. But we were back this afternoon for the H and J Daily. And these are the best bits of this afternoon's show. And they featured us, obviously. We had a chat about various things. And you got involved, and Danny Kelly joined us. He was in the studios back in uh, the UK and popped in to see us, and we had an even an ex- longer, yes, an extended session conversation about the weekend, straight to other areas, as always. So uh, we hope you enjoy all this. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. Great to be back. And yes. I had my mo- the best far-flung recognition I've ever had in my life. I was yeah. in the loo in Buenos Aires Airport. Yeah. And this bloke comes up behind me and said to me, are you Andy Jacobs from TalkSport? <laughs> really? incredible. Yeah, he was a big Arsenal fan, actually, who deals in tallow. He was a very nice man. Do you know what tallow is? Bowling tallow. <laughs> it's animal fat. Right. It's the, it's the sort of byproduct of the beef industry. You are. <laughs> I am after the last two weeks. So, uh, sure. <laughs> so, um, so what, what does he do with tallow? Uh, oh, that's a very technical thing. Didn't you ask him about it? I suppose you're having you? a wee, aren't you? It's yeah, the last thing you want no, to no, get involved No, we had a chat on the plane as well. We, he was, uh, oh, he was so excited about Arsenal. Well, I mean, you had about 15 hours in the air from Buenos Aires. <laughs> I, I think you'd be, you'd know everything about tallow. I know. What is it? And that's quite, I mean, let's ask the listeners about that, because occasionally you meet people and you find out about, you find out about an area yeah. of expertise that you would not imagine. No, Andy. absolutely. I'm just looking You're at... You're looking at your name yeah, check, right? Yeah, well, I'm trying to... I was t- we watched some... We, there were some fairly um, sort of... There were some ships, massive uh, cruise ships going past once or twice when I was away. Mm. And we got onto the subject of like the summit being the size of oil tankers. And I was telling this bloke on the beach that I'd... One of my wife's friends, um, her mum's new partner, I met him at a party. And, you know, you yeah. meet... The guy was there yeah. and you say, hello, how are you? Well, my poor and he, his name was... Um, and I well, he just got chatting. He said, "What do you do?" And, and he said, uh, "I park oil tankers." Oh, really? Yeah. So the phone would go, "Hello, Reg, can you get down to Suez? Half past three Wednesday. It's a mile and a half long." And do, so he stands. Do you going, reverse? Go on. That's it. Go on. Whoop. Right hand out. But no, it was his job. He would just be calling. It was a very what skilled a job. job. He was an Egyptian guy, I think, and he sort of spent years doing it. And now he was he was a hired gun. The phone would ring, and he'd fly off somewhere and park an oil tanker because apparently you need a bit of help. That's it. Left hand down a bit. That's it. 
I can't find his name. I don't know why. We definitely, okay. we definitely watched that. The great each other, forgotten but... man. So, if Is you it... found yourself an expert in an area you weren't <laughs> expecting, what do you do? What was the most unlikeliest left field answer you got to that question at a social? What do you do? Um, Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSHNJ. I can't believe Danny Kelly hasn't asked that question of some and got an answer he wouldn't have expected. So, I fully expect him to come in with a tail I'm hanging sure off the back of He that. made me do a video for his son saying that, that Arsenal are the best team in the country, which I was happy to do because they are. Oh, okay, wow. That must but have been quite painful Through gritted teeth. Talking of teeth. I mean, he obviously caught you in a good mood. <laughs> he did. Because you wouldn't normally be up for doing <laughs> no, that. He was just a very nice guy. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know if you've ever done this. I went to the to the loo. Where we I've staying, done it, yeah. And I've done, I can't remember how many times, but I've definitely done it. I reached it. in for what I thought. I wanted to brush my teeth. And I thought, oh, I'd brush my and it was Veet hair removing cream. It was next to the toothpaste. <laughs> ever God. And then it said, if ingested, go straight to the hospital. I thought, this is not good. <laughs> you don't ingest the toothpaste normally, do you? Well, you don't. That's At what true. point did you realise that you were brushing your teeth with Veet? Pretty soon after it hit my mouth. It was disgusting. Thought, Where's the minty freshness gone in this? <laughs> the very cheap toothpaste we bought. ideal. Yeah. Um, anyway, for fans, going back to the football yesterday. Tallow is essentially lard. Yes, it is. Says Joe. Um, yeah. I use it for my roast on a Sunday. Thank you for that. Tallow was used by plumbers whilst working with lead pipe back in the day. I think Thank you put you it into that. that's right. He said you put it into soap and things like that. Yeah, it goes into that. So it's well, a, anything you want to tell us about Tallow, you are listening to Tallow Sport <laughs> after all. Do let us know. Talksport.com, Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet TS eighteen J. Fifty fun facts. There must be out there on the internet. If you've got nothing better to do, and uh, the other thing was Theo Walcott. We may come on to him a little bit uh, later on. It was one of the listeners once called him on here Theo Walclock. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, um, yeah, Brilliant. Theo was uh, talking about his young lad Arlo. Uh, he said, "My son Arlo keeps on at me about uh, Southampton being at the bottom of the league," mm. and he says to me, "Dad, you're going down." <laughs> oh yeah, thanks, kids. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great, isn't it? He said, "Actually, he loves football it. right now." He's obviously very young, and it makes uh, me love it even more. But you don't need that. You don't need to come home after you've lost a game. <laughs> Arlo's going down, going down. Can't be booed by your own booed into your own <laughs> living room by your kids. Did you do you see that Gianni Infantino was at Millwall? Yeah. Did that's he try? Right. Did, did he just speak? Today I'm Harry Cripps. Yeah. Today <laughs> to, I'm Terry Today Herlock. I am Barry Kitchener. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you bet he did. Yeah, I bet he probably did. Today I am Eamon Dumphy. It'd be great. He'd get on side. It'd be great if he suddenly all. Yeah, that's a nice idea. Yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, I once fitted carpets for a. What's that? I don't know if I can read that. I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back to that one. <laughs> okay. I mean, it did slightly throw me. Danny Kelly here, any moment. Uh, we're going to, as we've got the pleasure of his company uh, in the flesh, uh, we will be doing an extra 15 minutes. He's with us in the studio. And we always, you know, you hear that Oscars music to clear the stage. We always run out of time. And I think it's fair to say there was one or two fairly seismic results oh, yeah. uh, this weekend. You're very rarely are you shocked by football. That was a shocking result. There's no other no. way to describe it. Well, but you, for fans <clears> of Schadenfreude, can I recommend Mark Goldbridge watching United lose 7 It's very funny. <laughs> Talk about a man just well, disintegrating. It's um, brilliant. I, I take it you'll be back at four. Many of you love a bit of Schadenfreude. When <laughs> Andy Goldstein returns with Darren Bent having seen his team 2 0 down and winning 3 2. So, that, yeah, there'll be, a, there'll be an interesting show, I'm sure, with Drive Andy and Darren at four. But, uh, yeah, whose turn is it in the okay, barrel? It's Martin Beer. I finally found Oh, well done, him. Martin. Yeah. yeah, the Tallow Man, he calls himself. Really? Does he? Martin Beer. Yeah. Tallow Man. <laughs> Colon. <laughs> tallow nice man. man. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Dan Laz says, I once fitted carpets for a nipple maker for. 
for the NHS Reconstruction <laughs> Department. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and what do you do? That conversation, Andy mm. met a man in the tallow mm. business in a toilet in Buenos Aires the other day. Well, I've got, I've got a very posh version of that from very recently. Mm. Not this time. The last time I was coming over um, from Ireland, and of course you come in these very small, quite small planes, yep. um, so there's just two of you sat together, and this woman got in and said, excuse me, can I get inside you there? And she was um, very, very well presented. She had... Well, her clothes were worth more than my car, definitely. Um, and uh, then she started shuffling these papers. And, of course, I cannot resist. I, yeah. I, I, mean, I'm, I, I talk to people for a living. I ask questions for a living. I said, um, so um, you're a you legal person, are you? And she looked at me slightly sideways. And she said, yes. And um, then I said, what, um, what are you doing? And she said, I'm go- I won't lie. She said, I'm going over to talk to the British government. It turns out that she was really, really high up in the British, in the Irish government, mm. and this was something to do with Brexit, and she had all these legal things with her. Wow. Um, I, I did ask her if I could see some of them, and she did not impart, unlike Tallow Man, she imparted no <laughs> further wisdom to me yeah, well, and implied with her body language <laughs> that I might shut up. She didn't insist on a picture of you saying, I like Danny Kelly, Ireland's better than England. Oh, Paul, Paul, <laughs> if it, it, since then... Um, someone I'm related to, you may have heard this story, mm-hmm. has become, to my to my mind, out of the blue, my brother's wife's sister is now the president of the European Court of Human Rights. Wow. So, Andy, all your previous war crimes wow. that keep causing you to go to Argentina, <laughs> um, they, I, can have them, I can have them wiped off. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, very, very good. Um, yeah, so I would have said to her, you're only a only a high court judge, are you? Well, um, I can think I can do a bit better than that. <laughs> um, but uh, by that stage, I'll it hadn't, hadn't happened judge. for Shifra. So, oh, brilliant! Yeah. What a story. Yeah. Well, let's crack on with the football then. Uh, whose turn is it in the barrel? Just remind you, we are looking for nominations. Mm. We'll go through them. Oh, the Talksport H and J and K Cooper has been very very busy. <laughs> look, yes. and look, there's Potter running around free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got his own barrel, and he bought yeah. him a barrel. And it's but he's out the most. He's, he's out the most. He's painting it. He's, yes. he's doing it up. That's right. The Luke Shaw barrel had to be. Extra wide. Oh, okay, it's a bit unkind. Um, anyway, let's move on. There's only one place to start. We're going to look at. We're going to look at. We're going to look at every game. I can talk. Thanks. Every game in the Premier League played so far this week. We, we, the extra 15 minutes we've wasted talking about aeroplanes, haven't we? We're going to get stuck in um, Liverpool. This is remember the old telly printer and yeah. have it in words oh, as well. So yeah. I'm going to say it twice. Liverpool seven brackets uh, letters seven. Um, Manchester United. Nil. Yeah, I mean, no. You can say, Danny, you wouldn't see a result coming, but based on that first half, I don't think there's been a situation we thought I could never have seen that second half coming. Um, you're you're absolutely right, but isn't it one of the most delicious things about the, the many fabulous offerings of the football smorgasbord? Um, when um, you know that was not a seven nil game. Liverpool were not seven goals better than Manchester United, which makes their getting beat 7-0 all the more fabulous. Mm. <laughs> I mean, every, everything that could go right, and we'll talk a little bit later about Crystal Palace and the opposite, everything that could go right for Liverpool. The ball kept bouncing into the right places in the penalty area. I mean, they were fantastic as well. Let's not mm. care. So I thought they the got second going. Half, they looked like old Liverpool. Oh, they yeah. did. They really did. They did. The tails were up. And... You know, in Gakpo is, is also, as well as everything else, he's six foot two and he's strong as well as yeah. being quick. And Darwin Nunes... Anyone who's a regular listener to talk to Trans Europe Express would know that it's exactly right. what happened yeah. at, at Benfica. Yeah. Took him six months to sort yeah, out the yeah. rise in, in, in the, the level around him, and then nobody was safe. No, he's quality. You can, yeah. you can tell. He, and he, he runs like like um, Liverpool Torres rather than Chelsea Torres, doesn't he? I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot about the league that Liverpool have been so 
poor this year, really, yeah. by their good standards. Oh, and but if you look at some of the reasons why, though, Andy, injuries, bedding new players yeah. in, there were all sound reasons why yeah, they weren't so, at yeah. it, which but, meant but, other but, players had to pick up the slack and, and couldn't, and so they came up short. But look, I don't want to be a misery, because yeah, I, I love the game, but I do think Andy has a point. I think it's a very strange league in the Premier League. Mm. The league. Uh, we, we could argue that, you know, we had a World Cup in the middle and all the rest of it, but you've got two fantastic teams at the top of the table. Yeah. Yeah. In third place, mm. you've got a team who can get beat seven. <laughs> yeah. In fourth place, you've got a team who are frankly useless yeah. um, so Andy will uh, Brentford Brentford are doing pretty well Brighton are doing very well quiet for now we'll talk about it later Andy mm. but mostly it's a, a bang average version of the Premier League and that's it's itself um, further reflected by at the bottom where no one is set adrift because they're all equally bad yeah that's true <laughs> it's, it's a fascinating down the bottom I mean we're loving it I mean, not up to the sense of Germany where one point covers the bottom five but pretty good I think Carrab, uh, Jamie Carragher was just trying to take the heat off of his boys a bit by saying he still thinks Spurs will get fourth. Based, oh, dear. Based on what, exactly? <laughs> but, I mean, you would think that, that the word momentum will uh, will be the case with Liverpool, you know, after a, a win like that. But uh, will well, it derail United's bid for top four? That, that game's going to take a bit of getting over, isn't it? I don't know what the reasons were for it. I mean, I, I would say but, it was a hangover from, the, from, the, from winning the Carabao Cup but they had a game in midweek didn't they so it can't be that necessarily there's something about it happened in the Spurs-Chelsea game there's something about you, you, you've gone in at half time you're still in the game the manager's given you the half time talk you come out and immediately I mean immediately yeah. then you concede a goal it somehow psychologically affects oh, that's you. Right. Of course, what the timing that? of those those first two goals, um, were, they were the mother and father of the seven-goal beating. Yeah, they the were. Time and, and the psychology of winning uh, a cup, winning a trophy... Uh, certainly with what the do new you know manager. about it? Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've heard people talk about it. I've read it in books. Yeah, yeah I've read it in books. On, on old the venerable bead. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So the psychology of winning a try. I mean, you may remember that under Juan de Ramos when Spurs beat Chelsea. Mm. We might as well have not played another game for the rest of the season. We had no. a massive cigar on. That, and here in Roy that King, came up my timeline that that, that handball really? in that game. Oh yes, Mark Halsey was the referee that well, day. Okay, we did. I'm going to take you to task when yeah. we speak. <laughs> It was, it was Talk given sp- by the linesman, I think. It well, was. Hal didn't Talk see it, did he? Talk he sport gold. Yeah. Fantastic. Hello, hello, Mark. <laughs> Just want to complain about that handball. But- oh, by, the, by the way, cup final. Um, at, was it Wembley, wasn't it? Cup final. Berbatov's penalty, the most casual thing you've ever seen. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, with his bedroom slippers on. But sometimes winning a trophy like that, and then Roy Keane was making that point. He said, you know, he could see... A bit of a lax attitude at times. He felt even before the goals were going in. It's difficult, isn't it? You've won it. You've had the big. You're on the pitch at Wembley. You're drinking champagne from the cup, and they were a bit sketchy on Wednesday. Had to bring subs on to get out of trouble against West Ham. Mm-hmm. And yesterday they got a shooing. So I mean, you could turn around. Man United fans may look back on this moment and say that was when we consolidated third. We never looked back after we. You know, it was the reality check we needed. Oh, we're moving on. I, I, I get it about the psychology, and of course they're human beings, and they will have taken their foot slightly off the pedal. They got about 14 games to get it back on, haven't they? But Liverpool will probably lose interest in the Champions League very, very soon, and then they've got only one thing to focus on: if they play half as well as that, um, then they're, they're going to yeah, finish fourth. With United they? still playing on, um, and Tottenham potentially. Well, we'll find out. We'll come on to that later on. So there we are: uh, Liverpool seven, Manchester United nil. I'm sure it'll be a, a equally deeper dive for. Uh, with Andy Goldstein, who may not want to talk about it, we'll find out four with uh, Darren Bent. Uh, Nottingham Forest, two, Everton, 
two. And when you look at all the stats, not often you look at all the stats in a game and think, well, I mean, that was a that was a, a draw all day. They had the equal amount of sh- um, shots on target, effectively. Same amount of shots, nothing in possession, slightly more Forest at home. Passes. Were, I mean, everything about it, it smacked of a draw, you know. Yeah, I'll tell you what else it was. Cause I happened to watch the whole game. It was a brilliant game of football. Mm. Um, I mean, the because it's completely in the shadow of the 7-0 now, mm. it was a fantastically yeah. evenly matched, as proven by the stats, game of football in which the draw was really no good to either team. I mm. guess it suited Forrest and Molecule more. Both teams went at each other like raptors, and it was it was proper... Um, it was proper mid-table or upper championship football. Both sides going yeah. bang out of it. <laughs> Lots of physical contact. And I know you must have done this one million times in your show. Brandon Johnson, one of those players who can mm. honestly say, even though his father is a legend at Forest and Ipswich, yeah. he can turn around and say, I'm better than my dad. And it's very, very rare that he's famous. Yeah, Maybe Lampard, but... Uh, you know, he's not he's not going to fall foul of the Yordi Cruyff syndrome, is he? No, no matter they, how good he is, they, he took that second goal brilliant. He's, oh, he's one a great of, player. You know, well, we have to say it. Forest fans will know it. Although he's a fan of the club and he's got ties to it through his dad. They're going to do well to keep hold of him, aren't they? I think it's fair to well, say. Well, they may have to train him to two, a radiator, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. Two penalties in that game, or two possible penalties. One was given, one wasn't. What did you make of that? The Coleman one, yeah. It was, it was a bit Norman Wisdom, wasn't it? I, I, I'm, I, I'm paid. Sorry, I am paid now. That was Norman Wisdom itself. That was Norman Collier. Yeah. I am paid. I'm paid to know what to say about these penalties. I'm, I'm beyond it, Andy. I don't understand the. It's a what? There's a watershed, isn't it? I don't know which way they're going to fall at any yeah. given time. What did you make of it, particularly? I, th- I didn't see the second one. I've only seen oh. the, the picture of the first one I thought was a penalty. Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, John Joe Shaw. You've not seen the Coleman one? Coleman's about seen, to I've hit the ball. Bands. Yeah, I can see what I He's saw inside, the yeah. pictures in the sun. He's it about to hit the ball and... Yeah. It, is it Colby catches his foot? Colby Col- Col- gets his foot in front of him as he's about to kick the ball. I mean, it was interesting on match of the day two last night. The guys were saying the Troy Dean and stuff saying he didn't think it was. Um, it, it was a different. I mean, they were saying come, when he's coming together a penalty. We got Sean Dice saying today. I don't know what a penalty is anymore. I know, and, and nor do I. And the issue, the problem is because they haven't codified it correctly. Whatever the referee gives will stand. They will not back him down from no, VAR. That's right. So yeah. it's we're back to we're back well, to where we yeah. were three years ago. Mark whatever Halsey, the referees give. Mark Halsey said uh, Howard Webb, the head of the PGMOL, who's getting things moving quickly, said he wants refs to make decisions on the field and VAR is only to get involved for clear and obvious errors. He felt in that case, that's what's happened uh, with Forrest and that penalty. What did the model Housie say? Sorry? The well, I'm getting very... <laughs> I'd like to point out to Mark Housie, the well-known Premier League referee, that there is a pop star called Housie. Are you aware of this, Danny? I know you're not You're not working in the pop press anymore. <laughs> no, there, no. There is a pop star called Housie. And uh, Peace in the Sun uh, gossip column today said, Housie chose the wrong time to wear a short skirt at Paris Fashion Week. Now, I'm not arguing that Mark's legs, he couldn't carry that off even what now in his Fantino 50s. Do? Uh, a Millwall. Does, does he think Harry Kane still plays for them? I mean, <laughs> very what a choice. What a brilliant, of course, a brilliant choice to, yes. to see what's going on in the second level of English football. Don't mess with English but, football. Sorry, I'm being told off because we've never heard this section of the no, Oscars get the, off the, the coda. Music. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mid late, the guitar solo. Yes, the bass solo's kicked in. Might be throw me in soon, yes. won't he? Uh, John's going to come in and slap me around the face. Arsenal <laughs> 3, Bournemouth 2. That's coming up next. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Your producer's telling me off for uh, rabbiting on too much. That kind of is an idea on radio, right, haven't it? it Three of us, it was. Yeah, sorry about that. Triple anyway, rabbit. <laughs> uh, so let's crack on, shall we, Liverpool? No, we've done that one. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Arsenal. Sorry, United fans. Wasted more precious time yeah. there. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to put this one off. Arsenal. <laughs> Three. <gasps> Bournemouth. Two. 
And, mm. uh, I mean, you, you think about it, in those results that Arsenal will turn around with those last gasp goals, what would have been three points, nine points, and they could make all the difference, uh, as they say. There was, a, in that moment, getting the third goal, I could see Brian Kidd running onto the pitch and falling on his knees. And a bit of that Stevie Bruce yeah, yeah. United Wednesday Very feel about moment. it. And, you know, Leicester City at various times, you know, in, mm. in their run, I'm not comparing the two things. Mm. Um, they're, they're in, you know, the defeat against Manchester City, notwithstanding, they're in fantastic mm. form and fantastic spirit. And I think those two things will take them a yeah. long way. I did love the fact that, and, you know, this has been around somewhat on social media, so forgive me um, if you've already heard it. I'm going to say it as a Danny Kelly original. That, be- <laughs> that beautiful thing whereby that was the first time ever, uh, sorry, since 1996, that the starting 11, none of them had played under Wenger or been signed or trained at any stage by Wenger. They had to bring on Reese Nelson, who is a Wenger player, in yeah. order to get the result across the line. Yeah. Somewhere in the, mm. in the, in the t- t- towers of, of UEFA, Arsenal is going, you see... You can't do it without mm. me. Don't oh, worry. Yeah. About it was a real swinger, wasn't it? As he said, mm. with his wrong foot, a real old swing. You're thinking, finish, as Alan would say, why not? Why not? In the, with the dying seconds, of I've the described game. it as the ultimate goal at the Emirates, Mike. It Bover. was one of the listeners actually this? got yeah. in touch Honestly. with us. And, and which said, way has yeah. it gone, Mike Bover? We know, we which, know way which way it's gone. gone. There's been a goal. <laughs> yeah, it's off. There was only yeah. one occasion when it went the other way, and of course you were on air with Stan. Ah, that lovely, that lovely moment. Yeah, that lovely moment. But yeah, from Bournemouth, you did feel, didn't you? Even at 2-0 one, once Arsenal got mm. one back, the kind of force of will, the quality they have, yes. they were likely to get an equaliser. Although Bournemouth did have that chance, Solanke had that chance, he took on his chest, it was a good save by Ramsdale. They could have gone even further ahead. Yeah, no, there was again, somebody was pointing out that uh, one of the bookmakers had a technical glitch when people were trying to bet on Arsenal to win when Bournemouth were two up. There was a technical question they couldn't get the money on because yeah, um, yeah. people were, were saying, "Here we go. This is this is the moment when they're going yeah, to have to show their stuff." That sort of in running bet is quite fun. You know, it's just encourage betting, but that sort yeah. of is quite fun, and, and you know, yeah. it's worth a little. I, I, I mean, the problem is, Paul. I, I don't. I still can't see what Bournemouth are as a team. I, I, they, they don't have any identity for me. No, um, they're going down. And, that's what they yeah, are. and I worry about that. But you for look them, at and, some of the moment the passages of play the other day, they, yeah, they yeah, scored. It was good goal, scored but, good goals. Yeah, well, Arsenal fans. Fans are funny though. I've got a very good one of my best friends is an Arsenal fan. About three years ago, he said to me, oh, "I've written to the club. I've sort of given up my season ticket. I've stopped going." Said, Last week, I was speaking to me, said to me, "Oh, the atmosphere there is incredible." I said, yeah, because you're winning. That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's understandable, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, can we? I was going to say any any positives for Bournemouth? The fact they took it, they took it to the wire. I, and I got, thought you were going to ask me, have you got any negatives for <laughs> Arsenal? <laughs> that's not the first time Bournemouth have been two up and lost three two this no. year. Is it? I can't remember. They yeah, there is there is a else. positive for them, yeah. and that is that the, the, the they're still not cut adrift, and the standard of their play so far this season, you know, you just said they might in other years have been cut adrift, and so the same is true of Southampton. But they've got every chance of survival. You know, they, we're into a, a dozen cup finals now for all of those yeah. clubs, mm. um, and there's no, there's no reason why they, you get get yourselves to a group and say, right, we can do this now because we. If you said to them at the start of the season, Bournemouth, you will be in the race to stay up. At this stage of the season, they'd have taken your arm off. Yeah, that's yeah, true. There's nothing more annoying. Is this, Anyway, there we are, Arsenal 3, Bournemouth, I'm sure. You're Darren, ahead of the music there, Paul. Uh, very, well, good. very good. Very <laughs> good. Uh, Darren, Ben, I'm sure, will be talking more about that yeah, game yeah. at four o'clock with Relish. Uh, we move on to uh, Southampton. Is Relish on again? He was oh, really yeah. good last week. Relish is fantastic. What a rapper. Please welcome to the stage, Darren Bent and Relish. Cracking the gots. Anyway, Southampton 1, Leicester City nil, And there's nothing 
nothing, uh, nothing finer as a football fan to watch a player absolutely take you apart, look like uh, the re-embodiment of uh, Brazilian Ronaldo and Pelé and Hernan Crespo all in one, scoring goals for fun, uh, Kelechi Iheanacho, and then goes out of the weekend, and uh, Thrupney Bithead plays like a drain. Um, yeah, there's nothing, because at Tottenham, of course, he was a world beater, but three weeks later, he couldn't find the net. <laughs> uh, not that I'm bitter, of course, but well done, well done to Southampton. That was, uh, again, a big result for them, wasn't it? I mean, critical, wasn't it? The, mm. Because it's, it's done two things. It, it, it's kept them... Right, I would say right in the absolutely level race and it's just kept Leicester in a place where they can keep fretting um, the return of Madison is a huge thing for them and I thought you played pretty well but they still found a way to lose the game and a, another team who just caught in a place where you know the, the, the great team has all gone now I saw Mark Albrighton playing in a different shirt the other day it was like Ravens Ooh, Towers yeah, etc <laughs> Vardy sits there on the bench um, for Farnham you know, you see him doing great things mm. at Chelsea instead. Well, starting to, yeah. Um, what the hell is going to go? I mean, they will, I think they'll stay up Leicester because there's so many other teams below them. Um, but that that has kept them nicely on edge. Ward Prowse, of course, missed the penalty and yeah. then said, yeah. I'd rather wish it had been a free kick. Well, yeah. I, I mean, how good is it? How good is a free kick? You should take the penalty from outside the box. Well, no, oh, and build a wall. He yeah. yeah. would probably be the only player when he gets a penalty to argue for VAR yeah. to go look at it. Actually, the contact. That's outside. The contact. incredible that he carried on in penalties and, and free kicks he's absolutely brilliant as I know to my cost yeah he's much better we'll just move the move the spot back yeah. maybe that's the secret how many people though said Alcaraz escaped from the defender including yes yeah, yeah, yes yeah. we get the idea very severe haircut Alcaraz he hasn't got the fade at all it's just hair and no hair below it isn't it quite <laughs> quite monkey he's lucky not no to hair. see red though I thought yeah yeah. Uh, uh, yeah so the, the singing the Leicester away fans were giving uh, Brendan some clog he said he understands their frustrations uh, Brendan out was the chant apparently or the equivalent over an Ian Nacho's costly misses which looks like something could meet on the yeah it is yeah tell me about it it's all I could it's all I could focus on watching him miss those oh yeah he didn't do that against Tottenham mate did you thanks I think so, you're referring to the possibility of having a very expensive wife exactly. are you yeah <laughs> Southampton have done the double over Chelsea. Isn't that pathetic? Isn't it? <laughs> we all see it through the prism of our own clubs. Um, and they play Spurs very soon as well. Yes, that, that, uh, is, that is very mm, true. Yeah. Um, so, um, still to come, uh, we'll have uh, Wolves, Spurs, Chelsea, Leeds. That's a section we're all looking forward to. And, of course, <laughs> Brighton, West Ham, Villa, Palace, Manchester City, Newcastle. All still to be looked at. Uh, Danny Kelly is uh, with us. In the studio, Look are you filling to the break now? Well, that's all right. Come from one extreme. He's, 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 he's unnerved you. He's unnerved you. I, I can't do another game because he'll start on me. I can't give you an any other business. Very quickly, any other mm. business. This is a complaint you don't hear very often. Vincent Company wants the people in suits to alter the rules regarding astroturf on the side of pitches. <laughs> uh, they lost Josh Brownhill there in the 26th minute when he went down on the surface. And Vincent has apparently has talked about this in his city days. He rails against it. He campaigns. Change.org. Um, I'm, I'm very against AstroTurf on the side of pitches somebody play the music come on <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the filly you wanted to yeah. the producer Ham. this West is the filly this is the stuff Ham. you're going to get carrot. can't stop oh no yeah, you, wear, <laughs> you wear studs on grass not on AstroTurf and if you're out on the wing you sometimes on grass and then on AstroTurf is this not holding your attention Danny <laughs> I'm getting the thousand yards I, but I didn't realise you were going to have a gardening section as well <laughs> The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We move on then. We're looking back over the Premier League weekend. Danny Kelly is in the studio uh, with us. And uh, we move on to Wolves 1, Spurs 0. 
and yeah, I mean, Tottenham hitting the bar twice in this game. Went out on the front foot for a change, which is unlike mm-hmm. them. Looked to have uh, Wolves rocking, couldn't capitalise on it, and was sucker punched. I mean, mm. uh, for the second time in a week uh, to an extent. A, d- a different kind of sucker punch. Yeah, Here, the manager of Wolves changed the team yes. and the system. And Spurs, because of their arrogant belief that their system is the only one that works, whether you're doing it by drone from Italy or, <laughs> or outside of the bench, didn't respond. And Wolves were allowed to work their way back into the game. But I was apoplectic at the end of the game, Paul, mm. because that's four successive away games against different kind of com- uh, competition in three different cups where they've managed to score no goals and lose the game. Mm. Afterwards, you have to be honest with yourself and say, they, they Spurs have had 14 shots on goal before they had one. Um, so on another day, two of those that had gone in. Oh yeah, they yeah. were very, well very on top. But they game. did that thing, Spurs, that drives fans mad. They they play a weakened team in the cup. Oh yeah. They go out and then they compound it by losing the next game. If they yeah. won, at least they could have argued. Well, we you know we saved yeah. the best. There is nothing there. worse. And the substitutions were pretty perverse. I mean, Lucas Moura is not staying. They brought new players in, but there is this the second game running. Well, Lucas started. Well, just think about the relations between Spurs and Everton. Mm. They, they they literally Dan Juma had been paraded around the, the sort of training ground and Everton top Spurs broke their their, their their ankle to get to get him to come down there and they haven't played him yeah like they haven't played Jed Spence like they haven't played Richarlison and and you see Mora coming on and what does Richarlison sat there on the bench think yeah now, I know he's not yeah, t- torn strange, up any trees but he's had no opportunity and when he when he has been asked to come in and do a job people think we well, cost 60 million quid but he's barely played he's no. got no rhythm so no, uh, it doesn't he, help at all does it you know I mean, it's the, bad uh, when Adama Triori scores against you <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's, that's the pure Dr Tottenham wasn't he's it? the yeah. original <laughs> no end product isn't he so, so it was actually a very sweet take as well wasn't it it was good yeah. Finish. Yeah. yeah but he didn't have time to think about it which no that's it yeah he must have been encouraged by Porro's free kick yeah no Porro looked was Harry, only... was, Harry was mortified. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he was the only... His old bottom lip was going when he saw Porro yeah. wanted to take it, but he was the only sort of real positive in a, in a pretty sorry... But like Danny defeat. says, they should have been three up before. Yeah, before I mean, maybe on another day, as you say... We should um, have, could have, don't do it, does it? Let's no. be honest, it's professional football. Um, we move on to Chelsea. Please one. move on. I've still got more on the Astro, by the way. We'll come back to that later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea won. Leeds United, what, what, so, Sorry, what would Vincent Company have made about the most... At Highbury back in the day. Oh yeah, imagine that. Remember there was the, like a little bit of astro. For, the, for, the, for the, those of you uh, yeah. who've, who uh, still got your own teeth, um, the <laughs> Highbury yeah. used to have a, a crowd control method where there was a six foot deep moat, concrete yeah. moat around two sides of the pitch at Highbury to stop people coming on the pitch, and the players could easily fall into that. And occasionally yeah. you'd see, well, the ball often went into it. This was the days when I used to go to both grounds, Paul, before making a terrible decision. Wow. Um, (laughs) Tell me about it. And and, and then every now and then, a player would run off the pitch at high speed and have to do a little hop in the air and kind of jump down into the trench. That's right. right. I don't Charlie think Nicholas Vincent, Vincent, Vincent wouldn't it. approve of that, would yeah, Graham Roberts put him in there. Charlie Nicholas is still in there. It's a doppelganger who's been working on TV ever since. But, uh, yeah, um, can you imagine it? Well, they've, they, you used to see him overseas. I think Arsenal was the only ground that actually had a moat mm. in this country, wasn't it? Yeah, and, so. but I always, uh, part of me always wanted to fill it with water as well. <laughs> yeah. Let's go the whole hog, you know. <laughs> it's... Sharks. Vincent anyway. Company's listeners mm. going, what? Yes. Um, so let's go on to Chelsea Leeds. Andy, um, did you make the game? Had you got no, back? No, I hadn't got then? back yet. Uh, my son said to me, just same old, same old. I mean, it was, we actually I mean, scored, which is good. You got but... in front, um, but then it was, I was understandably nervy, I think, from a yeah, Chelsea point of view, having got in front. Potter's so negative, the changes he made. He invited them onto us, and 
Somebody said Ziyech rotated to the bench. I said, yeah, he should be rotated out the door. It's a bit like <laughs> Lucas Moura. Why are you picking this no, bloke? Quite. He doesn't want to be there, does he? Doesn't he doesn't want to be there. Stop picking him. And uh, and Havertz, I've said this to you before, he's a manager killer. I've, in his career, Kai yeah. Havertz will get so many managers fired because he's a wonderful player in training, I reckon. Yeah. You know, he looks like he's got his, all the skills. Mm. But on the pitch, I mean, really, he, I mean, that one-on-one, which is pitiful, really, you know. So If, if, if we're going to allow, if we're gonna allow uh, Graham Potter out of, the, out of his uh, newly refurbished barrel for one week, <laughs> yeah. which of the Chelsea players from that game would you like to put in it? Well, no, just to keep it warm. No, I don't think so. I think they, they okay. did all right, and the Fafana obviously played well. And uh, you know, but it's just it's just things he does. Like, why did he drop Battershield against Tottenham when he played really well? I mean, that's a mad stat that Chelsea had the second best defensive record in the league. They just can't score a goal. And even Saturday, you know, they, it, it was difficult. And uh, he just should be getting much more out of this team. They've got excellent players. You know, a brilliant squad. And if you can't complete his excuses while I was away. You know, like, oh, we, we, we had too many injuries. Now, now we've got too many players. All right, if you think you've got too many players, take the 22 you want to work with. Be ruthless, mate. It's your job. And I, say to I the thought, others, you're training with the kids. I can't deal with 31 players. I thought you were saying a lot of extra things in the press in the press conference because he knew you weren't in the country. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And incidentally, save some of your ire because we got yet to do Brighton's massive win oh, yes, as well, right, haven't we? Right. Yeah. I mean, a part of it's not his fault. I mean, you've got these new owners who've come in. They spent 550 million and they didn't buy a striker, a proper striker. And if, if Chelsea, obviously Ivan Tony is a bit difficult at the moment, but if Chelsea had bought Ivan Tony, either yeah. in the summer or mm. in the window, yeah. they'd be top four. They I promise you they'd be top four. And you must be looking forward to next season when they will uh, presumably uh, deal with this during the well, summer. I don't know if they will buy a striker. I mean, they've sort of bought in Kunku, but he's not yeah. really a proper striker, is he? They need. Well, they'll play a him big, as a proper well, striker. Well, last time he went and spent £100 argument. million on a player like that, he was a duffer. Wasn't yeah, he? that was Tuchel's fault, though. He's in. He just doesn't like strikers, so he got rid of all the in, Chelsea strikers. In Lukaku, but I mean, yeah, you've had yeah. that kind of play. You always need that kind yeah. of play. Lukaku would have been the answer if he, you know, if he played well and yeah. if he'd been played properly. But, but uh, from a Leeds point of view, again, yeah. there, there they are just teetering mm. on the edge of the bottom three. Also, a similar problem. I mean, no Banford and, you know. Yeah. They have, they've got a bunch of players. Uh, uh, Aileen was saying they've got a bunch of players coming back from injury, five or six in the next few weeks. It that might to, be it, their saviour. It has to be again. Rodrigo, hasn't it? Yeah. That is, that is without, their lifeline. Without him, they've got a real problem. That is their lifeline. And yeah. uh, if not, they will go down because, um, as I, say, I keep saying about them, they play pretty well, but they lose the match because they can't get the goals. And, uh, you know, whereas Chelsea have enough talent to keep them bubbling along. Leeds need those goals just to you stay know in the league. That thing where I, mean, I was chatting to Jason and we were just chatting about Jason Cundley, yeah, Cundley, yeah, while I was away. We're both going. Well, he's got to go to a back three. He's got the. He's got Chilwell and James. Since they've come back, they've put in four crosses. Yeah, before Saturday. You know, that is ridiculous. Talk about not using your best players in the right way. That's So Saturday went to a back no, You haven't got any strikers. You've better. got loads of good... You've got two yeah, excellent wing-backs. One of them perhaps you know, the best fans, in the country. You look, you look yeah. at your team and yeah. think, you know, what isn't the manager seeing that you can yeah. see? It's really It's odd. one of the frustrations of fandom, isn't it, of yeah. course? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Annie Jacobs here on TalkSport. Danny Kelly is with us. We've still got some games to squeeze in. Just before we do, interesting listening to Martin Keown's comments with Jim and Simon earlier mm. on. I mean, from an Arsenal point of view now, if you're an Arsenal fan, you're, say, a regular at the Emirates, um, that, 
you can enjoy it because even if you end up finishing second, mm. I mean, it will be a blow, but they finish second, it's still mm, been a great their season. Best you could see. To win it. That they, is they not what my Arsenal no. support in well, I don't agree because this is a wonderful chance to win it for Arsenal. I well, don't you don't think, think you think this is a bit Leicester like? No, what not Arsenal necessarily. Do. It's not five thousand to one, is it? You know, Liverpool, for example, are going to strengthen if they get yeah. Bellingham, if they get Mason Mount with, the, with Nunes and Gakpo coming good. Hmm. You know, they're going to mount a challenge. They won't have another season like this. Even Chelsea we should be better next season. Yeah, you know, and I so just Spurs, Spurs, City, Spurs, Spurs you know, be much better next season. Spurs, yeah. Yeah. after the be. rebuild, <laughs> it'll be only be season one of the rebuild under Pochettino oh, at that be stage, back. of course. So they'll, they'll be well, at least I'll feel it'll better be than whatever yeah. about the team. It'll be furniture so, you know, shopping. I'm not saying they look. They're going to be set for for several years now. They've got a wonderful team and a great manager. And I'm not saying they won't be top four, but to actually win it takes a lot of I, doing. I don't agree. The, yeah, I don't agree with you, Paul. I, I think Arsenal fans. All I'm saying is. That will be that will be the sheen put on it uh, as mm. they walk round the Emirates at the end of the season. If they have no, come up short, blown it they'll, be, they'll still have here. some Tottenham's day, of course, Danny, won't they? I think that's well, in the that's in the bank. We I don't when that's going to hit. Is, is that still a thing? Hasn't there, is there a statute of limitations? Hasn't that no, disappeared? No, into the I think you'll find it. They'll be dusting it off. Ah. Have you played them twice this year already? Yeah, yeah. But by play, do you mean have we appeared on the same pitch? We've still got to go to the Emirates for. We seem to think it was Martin Odegaard's testimonial for some reason. So that that didn't. It particularly help. Anyway, we move on. Um, Arsenal fans, let us know if you think a second would still be a great season. I argue that if you finished last, last, sorry, fifth last year and effectively sort of slightly choked at the end, it's a big turnaround, isn't it? It's a big turnaround, Paul. But they're in a place now. Look, it's the same old story, isn't it? There's a dozen games to go, give or take. If you win those, you're the champions of England, yeah. and, and against all the odds, in many, many mm. ways. No, no, they, they, they all want to win this. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Okay. Um, Paul, I'm falling out on air. No, we're not falling out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I just think that the Arsenal fans would, if they had to, well, they, sort of of look at it. Well, of course we all do. They would rationalise it, but yeah. that yeah. wouldn't be the truth. The truth is they they need to win it this year because they've got a wonderful opportunity. Uh, if they don't, they'll have blown it, I yeah. think, anyway. Um, but I don't think they will, having said that. I think they're going to win it. No. Uh, Brighton for West Ham nil and David Moyes again another manager under an awful lot of pressure. I mean Brighton can do that to you when they when they get going, but uh, astonishingly poor. That was a West big. Ham. That was a bit of a kicking, wasn't it? Uh, I mean Andy, for a number of reasons, is looking at this result through slitty eyes. But yeah. um, well, yes, it, it, it's a terrible result and it's a form result, isn't it? A, a very good team against a team of very good players who are no mm. kind of team, um, and David Moyes. For the first time, I think, since the last few weeks at Manchester United, it looks to me like someone who's got developing thousand-yard stare, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he does what he what he can, and it's not working, and he's tried so many combinations of the players, um, and you know, he's tried being more attacking. He's tried to sort of close it down, and nothing seems to get them the results they need. Now, again... You cannot imagine a team with Declan Rice. Let's go through the players they've got. You know, yeah, you can't imagine yeah, this team going down. Yeah. But they they are in the cl- and careful what word you use there. One of the problems with doing regular podcasts Clots. now, you can say yeah. what you like, and yeah. uh, I can't say it on the radio. But they they they're like somebody in quicksand. You think uh, all hmm. they got to do is hang on to this branch, yeah. but they can't quite get a grip on the branch, can they? The seventeenth time they've conceded first is a damning statistic. And well, I made a joke a couple of weeks ago saying that uh, you know. Potter must have been holding Brighton back, but I think it's true. They're so much better under De Zerbi. They really are. I mean, you know, it's, it's noticeable. 
they score more goals, they play better football, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I would imagine Brighton fans are quite delighted to have picked up all the money they did from Chelsea sure. and get a better manager. I'm sure they are. Um, so, but the point was made, I think Danny Murphy was hinting at this the other day on Match of the Day, that, you know, if the West Ham ball didn't have Moyes and they sat down, they said, oh, we need a manager to come in, mm-hmm. tighten them up at the back, get a bit of togetherness, just keep us up this season. They'd probably call David Moyes. But sometimes when you've, as you said, the thousand yards there, you've been in a place for so long, you can't see the wood for the trees. Maybe they, you know, is it too I'm, late I'm, to change it? I mean, no, it's never too late when it's that close at the bottom. Um, yeah, if you genuinely, games together, if you believe 13, in the in the new manager games. bounce, or you think you could get an extra five percent out of that group of players, yeah. then you should change it for the good of the club. Um, the the your, your argument is that the person they would be on the phone to would be David Moyes, mm. but perhaps it, it you know, they can't change the team. So as we all say, they've got to change the manager. I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying that, that it, of course you do it six games to go if you have to, Paul. Yeah. Um, because this is not the Premier League. It's not about projects anymore. It's about for, for most of the teams in it. It's about staying in that league. Ooh. You know, for the teams in the top six or seven, it's about getting into the Champions League, and for the rest of them, financially which I hate, it's about staying in this that, league. Yeah, well, sitting up there in the director's box, of course, give it nobs to the end of the season. Oh, yeah, um, it will be a, a, a cry. I'm so oh. bitter. My note for this is, I hope Brighton get into Europe because Thursday and Sunday will do them in. <laughs> so bitter. <laughs> you know, your plans you, to ruin Brighton are very advanced. <laughs> yeah, you, you, <laughs> you raid them of their players and their manager. Now you've have, turned that hasn't back. worked. He's got something else in mind now. I know, and their staff. They can have them all yeah. back. And yeah, go Caicedo back. didn't want them. Not affected by having his head turned. That's the takeaway from Brighton's point of view. Um, anyway, we move on to the next game, uh, which is uh, Aston Villa 1, Palace nil. Some damning stats on Palace, I read today, mm. courtesy of the Sun. They've now gone nearly three and a half hours without a goal or even having a shot on target in the Premier League. Uh, you think nine games without a win. Uh, they've got City and Arsenal and Brighton to yeah. come. Mm-hmm. You can't um, see any points. They could really. get mm. sucked into this, couldn't they? They're well off it at the moment. Well, I say well off it. They're what? They're five points off of off of bottom three at the moment. But there is a slight concern from Palace fans' point of view. They could get sucked into this. They are still. they are the highest team who could possibly be relegated. Yes, yeah, yeah I, absolutely. So the problem for them is that they're in terrible, terrible form. Um, but it would require three of the you know three or four teams behind them to be even you know to be to get into great runs of form yeah. to really drag them into it. Um, and I, I get it. They've they've won only the same number of games as Southampton, so you know they they they're not a good team. And you see, you picked all the attacking players this time round, and then you you see what happens. You get an own goal and a red card in the game, and that's a sign. Not nothing. There's no logic to this. That's a sign for those of us who watch football for a long time. An alarm bell rings, doesn't it? Mm. Okay, you've done something different. But now these things derail you. Then you do something else different, and those things derail you. It's odd. I'm sure Palace fans could tell us because they know their own team better than we do. But it is a bit odd because they look to be doing well under Vieira. Didn't they? they, you know, there seemed to be something about them, but they just really have fallen apart. Um, they, I, 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 they, they seem to be. Uh, I, I can't hack the buttons. I don't see the middle of the team. I see the front of the team, and I see the back of the team. I can see how they can work. Yeah. But there's nothing in the middle, um, and and it's not because they're not got good players. They just. Because he's a great midfield player himself, you think that's the part that will be easily looked after. Mm. He'll know what to do. Yeah. They just don't function very well from front to back. Um, and, you know, they gathered up enough points at the start of the season to say that they they will stay up. Um, but they, every stat tells you at the moment that they, if, they, if they were... 
if there, if there were if there were four or five teams only below them, they'd be the ones who you'd be thinking they're yeah. going to drop into it, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Big uh, big three point for um, Villa because I mean Matty yeah. Cash was making the point they're a sort of team a bit in transition. Emery wants to play them in a different way. They're he keeping the ball the ship, a bit though, more, yeah. and uh, and he was fantastic. Yeah, mm. I mean I haven't really forgiven him for the uh, the, the tackle last season on Matt Doherty. No, no, we've we've no, filed that one away. Absolutely, definitely. that one's been filed away. Yeah, um, but uh, he was fa- he was uh, the best player on the pitch as it turns out. I mean, yeah. he's a very strong lad, isn't he? A fantastic cliche, fantastic engine, up and down, up and down, yeah. up and down. And he was the difference between the teams. Uh, let's move on then. Manchester City two, Newcastle nil. Um, it's interesting comparing City and Arsenal at the moment, mm. the way they're going about mm. their business. I mean, Newcastle again. It's another game. How many games? Three or four games this weekend. Yeah, you say a lot of chances. One team had taken their mm. chances. It could have been a different result. I mean, you could say that's true of every weekend. But there were a lot of examples that Newcastle were allowed to get back into the game. But some good Newcastle defending, apart from their own short. Sorry, some good City. Defending apart yeah. from their own shortcomings, but it could have been a different result. Yeah, it? if you were an Arsenal fan watching this, you'd be taking a bit of hope from it because City um, were once again, you know, slightly less brilliant than they have been. And to me, the interesting thing is Foden's goal. City are more and more reliant on moments of individual brilliance, whereas mm. before the last two or three years, they used to cut you to pieces with team goals. You know, that ball in between the mm. centre half mm. and the full back to a person going to the byline who pulls it back for the goal to go in. Um, they're still scoring great goals, but with Haaland, mm. um, but they're relying, I think, more and more on these moments of individual brilliance. Whereas I see Arsenal as much more of a team at the moment. Flip side of that, though, Danny, if, if, I'm sure the City mm. fans are saying, "What about our second goal? We're, you know, we're under the yes, pump. We're only one nil up. Oh, lovely! It's goal. Grealish. That beautiful. lovely layoff from Haaland and just instinctive finish. From and the the, ha- the Haaland yeah. thing has dominated everything. But the the return to something like this form of of, of, of Grealish has been a huge bonus for mm. them because I I think he is a VG plus player soon to be heading towards a great player um, but he took him a long time and only City can afford to pay a hundred well, maybe Chelsea too pay a hundred million pounds for a player and then have to have a year for him to settle in but man looks like a foot- great footballer now doesn't he I had a word with Frank Warren and Harlem versus Dan Byrne is on the undercard of Fury versus oh yeah East. I think we'd all we'd all watch that wouldn't we certainly yeah. that was uh, they were going we, for surely Paul with your showbiz connections you'll be getting into the celebrity boxing soon now won't yeah. oh yeah with a pro celebrity boxing huge money on. in it now I think there would yeah. Yeah. almost certainly you mentioned uh, Norman Wisdom as a classic yeah. Anthony Gordon Norman Wisdom self trip oh it? yes he it's almost worth the penalty well, I, I once saw I once saw um, Jimmy Floyd a penalty against his team yeah, Before yeah. VAR, Jimmy Floyd Housemate got a penalty for that at Tottenham. You beat us 3 2. Oh, no, fell over his one. own feet and yeah. appealed, and I the ref that. gave it to yeah. him. <laughs> thank, God God for, thank God VAR is here. Yeah. It solves everything. And we managed oh, to get through talk of a 7 0 win by um, Liverpool at home without mentioning. That day when they did it with our team, Danny, of course, back in uh, where those yeah. are dealers. We haven't nominated your barrel. That was yet. early in the season, though. Who though? was in the barrel? I mean, it's it's unanimous. There's only yeah. one man. Step forward and just slip yourself in the barrel. It's what's Portuguese for barrel? <laughs> yes, it is indeed. Bruno Fernandes. What a Herbert says Craig uh, from Bradford. Yeah, it was bad. Um, it? Such bravery, grit, and determination, and leadership skills. It's got to be Bruno Fernandes in the barrel, uh, says Roger. So yeah, loads and loads of you said yeah, this. You, you were right, Tony. Paul. You told me that that was the only possible nomination before we started. You were absolutely yeah, right. And no one else has really featured. So there we are, Bruno. Um, enjoy. Uh, you just slip alongside Graham Potter, <laughs> who has his own. Oh, 
permanent, <laughs> permanent barrel at Andy's request. It's lovely to see you in the flesh, Danny. Oh, Thanks ever so much yeah, for plenty uh, of it too. Thank coming you in. No, and also, it's, it's barrel. Yeah. Well, I would have oh, thought, it's, it, I would have thought okay. it's come from the Portuguese, hasn't it? Because we're moving wine around and stuff like that. Oh, they're probably, I'm yeah, guessing it's true. not an Anglo-Saxon word. No. Oh, oh, thanks. Thanks for that, Mr. Semiotician. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind waxers. What were you talking That's about at the right. start of the show? Yes. What tallow. Were you, tallow man, yeah. Oh, yeah, tallow. I've got some more tallow news. Oh. Uh, tallow news. Can we get, a voice, get Steve Hartley in to do a voiceover? We use tallow in the electrical world to help us cut a thread on metal. Uh, metal conduit tube, says uh, Baker. And uh, what about this one? Is it, fun? Is it, is it wax? It's, uh, yeah. Is Joiners put tallow on screws yeah. when they put them into uh, hardwoods. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We asked you uh, earlier on, Andy met uh, someone in the toilet in Buenos Aires. He said, are you Andy Jacobs from TalkSport? And he said, I am. And uh, he's a man in the tallow business. He, he is, said yeah. he's in the tallow business. We didn't know a lot about uh, tallow, but you've been filling us in. I mean, it's for example, I'm an engineer. I use tallow. It's very low uh, melting point. So it's ideal as a fat to put on drill taps to help machine threads or drill holes. Gives off a pleasant smell. As the fat turns into a liquid to lubricate the machining process. You're quite hungry at the end of it. P.S. Don't leave out as mice and rats would turn up and get stuck into it. Oh, it's, yeah, cheap. That's true. it's cheap to get from the butcher. I hope we're not going to put that bloke out of business and you met in the loo. Well, he goes straight to the source in Uruguay and Argentina. But Andy, if Addy said, what do you do? He said, oh, yeah, I'm in the, uh, I'm in the tallow business. Um, uh, this is from Martin, the City fan. Uh, I had an unexpected one from a bloke. Well, I think he might have been having you on, Martin. Chatting to a bloke at a family wedding, I said, what do you do? He said, I, st- I, I put the stamps of the Danish bacon logo on the bacon. <laughs> Oh, rubbish. I think that's. The, I don't think it's one bloke with a stamp. <laughs> I've got a feeling that might be part of a automotive automated process. Yeah, yeah that's so, almost certainly. Yes. Did you see? 
Infantino and FIFA are very funny, aren't they? they uh, apparently, they loved so much the 100-minute match in the World Cup. Mm. They're going to tell leagues in Europe, including the Premier League, to embrace the 100-minute match, conveniently forgetting that after the first phase, they completely abandoned it because <laughs> all the TV companies were going mad and the, the games were going on well, far too long. It's a good idea in theory, and I think the fans already, did like it. I mean, but. one thing about uh, what we used to find under the previous regime before Howard Webb took over as the head of the referees was that it would say we're looking to make changes and we'll implement these changes mm. in the next six months or you know yeah. next year <laughs> why can't you do it now yeah, that's very true. and already what Howard Webb is doing rightly or wrongly in, in people's eyes mm. he is acting on straight away referees have been directed to, to do certain things one of them around time wasting I mean we saw that the other day uh, Bournemouth you know mm. were understandably trying to see the game out because it would have been a huge point for them and Arsenal were very upset as were the, the fans and the players that, that there was a lot of time wasting yeah, it's, it's but one of seven the most minutes parts. Yeah, well, that's got good. undone it did they? so yeah. I mean already Howard Webb is doing that we saw some quite long um, injury times at the weekend they've also made it that Martinez wouldn't be able to do what he did in the final you know, yeah. which is a good thing actually because it was pathetic Goalkeepers must not behave in a way that unfairly distracts the kicker at a penalty kick or during penalties. Yeah. So, fair enough. Um, uh, maybe a, a sign as to why uh, Mo Salah is still doing the business into his 30s and is still mm-hmm. as effective. He said he was going to celebrate becoming the record Premier League goal scorer last night, winning against United, by going home to the family, having some chamomile tea, and going to bed. So fantastic. But that's, that's you know, yeah. top athletes, that, that's probably a bit more common. And when he took his shirt off, he did look pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's looked after himself, I think it's fair to say. Talking of which, hmm. we've got some um, we got some free Bentos pies in the... Yes. Funny, we went in to go and get a cup of tea hmm. in the TalkSport kitchen during the uh, news and sport. I might and take were, one of those home. There were nice. the three tinned free Bentos pies just sitting It's an there. old classic. It is. Don't forget to take the... Top of the other, the whole thing will blow up. Yeah, you, you, you'd lose a couple of teeth, couldn't you, as well, if you try and bite into that. But you made the point. It might be nice for sort of. Um, you're saying Darwin Nunes. We're sending one to make, stop him being homesick. That's a nice idea. It's okay, a we'll place in, in Uruguay. Post. I know it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, a lot of people know that. Yeah, Frey Bentos. It's called. Uh, congratulations to uh, Brooklyn Beckham. It's twenty fourth birthday. Happy birthday. Yep. Yes, uh, his wife Nicola Peltz Beckham. Wrote on Twitter, happy birthday, baby. I love you more than I can put into words. I love being your wife. I love living by your side. I just love you so much. Why don't you just tell him? Don't tweet it. Just tell him that. We don't need to know that, do we? Drives me mad. I was on the tour of driving you mad. I was on the train earlier this morning on the oh, tube. Yeah. And uh, I've got to get this off my notes because I wrote it down. Okay. There's young, three young American kids and they were using, you know that thing where people can't say a sentence without saying like? Oh, yeah. You know, so for one point he went... Amsterdam, they were talking about, it's going to be like warm. I was like, it's going to be warm or not. It's not like warm, is it? <laughs> and uh, I wanted to you go sound, like... You sound a bit old, Andy. I know. I wanted to go like to Portugal. No, you just wanted to go to Portugal. The producer says, can we like break? <laughs> we can like We can break. like break. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. I'll do it all again tomorrow with Charlie Arley. Charlie Arley. I meant to say Charlie... <laughs> Full stop. Andy will be back on Wednesday. Although Charlie Arley, I like Charlie Arley. Is a good name. So I think I better leave it there before I completely stop speaking. Uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four pm on Talk Sport. 
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.